1: It's no. What right in his hands everything I need if it's not in your presence if it's not from your hands if it's not from your spirit please don't let me have it Cause everything I need so ready in you Amen
2: Yeah Amen
3: on to the Lord. The hand clap is still not coming. Amen. Beautiful. Well, are you ready for what's coming your way tonight? You know, when you look at the book of Daniel chapter five, one day the king, Belshazzar, was looking for somebody to do some spiritual work, somebody to interpret a message he had received from God. And his queen came and told him something. She described somebody who was eventually Daniel. But it's the description that I like. She said that there is a man in this your kingdom. In whom is the spirit of the gods. And she said that in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom was found in him. You see, there are descriptions of men. There are descriptions of men. Light and understanding and wisdom. And ladies and gentlemen, tonight... I can tell you that you are about to receive word from a man in whom is light and understanding and wisdom. I'm not, I'm not going to shy away from it. I'm going to say it. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I can guarantee you that tonight, if you will open your heart and you will open your ears, you will open your spirit, you will leave here with the entrance of light the entrance of understanding and the entrance of wisdom into your life. I like the fact that you're on your feet already. It means that you're already excited. Why don't you add some noise and a hand clap and join me and let's welcome to this pulpit, the Bishop
2: Edwin Morgan. Oh God come on, make some noise tonight. I can't hear you.
0: Tonight, I want to welcome you to God's presence. I want to welcome you to the holy hill, it's a special hill in this part of town. When you climb it, your life changes. When you step forth on it, your destiny becomes different. And I want to thank God. For bringing you here tonight. Clap your hands and let's appreciate God. I want us to pray a very important prayer before we take our seats. And it's a very, very important prayer. Very, very important prayer. Very, very, very important for your life as a Christian. And it is a prayer to love God. Love God. Love God. Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 5 gives us this instruction. Said, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. Loving God. Say loving God. God. Or say loving God. God. You see, it's very important you understand that God is a very jealous God. He is, he doesn't like competition. It's, It's amazing that Somebody who is so powerful will not like competition. I mean, you'll expect this from someone who is very insecure. Somebody who doesn't have much to offer. Somebody with very little power, very weak. And then their person will be challenged by any other, you know, any other challenge, but God is all powerful. Anything you try to love more than him, he can just do this and it just clears. If you find that a girl is coming into your life, you are trying to like the girl too much. He just, it just does this. The girl just falls into a gutter, doesn't get up again. Yeah. If you see that you are going near a job and the job is too I mean, it's drawing you too much and you don't have time for me. He just burns the factory and that's all. Any, and, and, and anywhere you go to work, he burns the building. <laughs> He'll just burn the building. Are you aware God can do that? But he doesn't do that because he wants your love to be genuine. You know, he says that these people, these people, these people, they honor me with their lips. But their hearts are far from me. So today we want to pray, because a lot of us have a God who is facing severe competition. The competition God is experiencing in your life is more than ma's world. A lot of things are competing with God. There are some of us God has been pushed aside. Some of us are just here, just just your body which is here, but there's zero God in your life. All of us, from my extreme right to my extreme left, we are, we, we love God to varying degrees. And the degree to which you love God is the degree to which he shows himself strong in your behalf. Indeed, indeed, the degree to which you love God is the degree to which he exists in your life. Can I take it again? The degree to which you love God is the degree to which he exists. I've told you a story of a man with his little boy who were in town and they saw a plane very far in the sky and the father asked his son what is that? He said, oh, that that's a plane. "Can you tell how big it is. Said, oh, it's a little smaller than your car. My car? This? Yes, said, it's very small. The following day he took the boy to the airport. And pointed to a plane just about a hundred meters away. Said, son, what is that? Said, that's an airplane, of course. So, how big is this? It's very big. Very big. So, how does it compare to my car? Oh, this is about 20 times your car. Your car is very small. And he said, this is the same plane we saw in the skies. But because you were far from it, it was very small. As you've come very close to it, it's very big. God is the same. The same size. But your distance relative to God determines the size of the God you are calling God. So as we are here, she is calling, what she calls God is a very big God. What he calls God is a Maurice Minor. Do you know Maurice Minor? Maurice Minor? What she calls God is from Aboboya God. No, it's the same God, it's the same plane, but how far you are. We are saying, Lord, draw me near you so that I can experience your real size. Lift your two hands and begin to pray. Lift your hands and pray. I want to love you. Let your love draw me to you. Let your love, your love, let your love draw
4: me.
0: Let it draw me so that I can experience your real size your real size your real, size, your real power thou shall love 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 the lord thy t- t- god man, yes, right. thou shall love, love, thou love, love lord, Sh pray Teach me to love you Teach me to love you Yes To love you A woman is competing A girl is competing A job is competing Teach me to love you Teach me to love you Lift your two hands if you can Lift your hands And pray I want to love you. I want to love you. I
4: want to love you. I want to love you. I
0: want to love you. I want to love you. Jesus. Jesus.
4: You know something. Listen, let
0: me tell you. Love for God is not automatic. Mm. You know, when the baby is born, the mother doesn't go on all fours to teach the baby how to crawl. It just crawls. It's in in the baby, it's it's in it. Now, loving God is not like that. (laughs) It's not in you. In fact, you and I are described as evil. I read a statement by uh, Charles Spurgeon. He said, We do evil things easily because we are by nature evil. That's why it's so easy. By nature. But anyone who attempts to do what is right must overcome himself and the world he's living in. Beautiful. Beautiful. And right now, I'm saying that loving God is deliberate. Deliberate. Guess what? You see how our parents paid our school fees. We went to school. But some went to drink. Some went to smoke. Some went to chase girls. Some did not even get to the school. They stole mangoes and potatoes. They, They didn't get to the school. But their school fees were paid. So it's not, it's you. It's you. And at the end, one had eight A's. And one, even the results haven't come. Because we are not sure he wrote it. <laughs> we are praying that Lord, let give me the grace to love you. To deploy my energy. I'm saying that if you are just there, expecting love to just cancel, like, You just fall in love. Like how when you see a girl. I mean, girls, you don't understand this. But when a boy sees a nice girl, something inside of him. A baby. You don't understand. Ask him; he'll tell you. He's standing there asking. You don't understand. But we want when, when, when we see dangerous curves ahead, dangerous curves ahead, something happens to us. Something inside. What does it start from? Down, and then it goes up like that. Uh, oh. But some people they are only from up, and it goes down and then it turns round. Then it goes up again. <laughs> I mean, it comes. The boy doesn't have to pray. Doesn't wait, have to wait on God. Lord, give me strength to love this. Just thing I'm seeing. No, no, no. He's either using energy not to like the girl too much. Are you in the church or you're at home? But loving God is not like that. It doesn't come naturally doesn't come what? naturally it's difficult you must deploy energy you must, de- de- you must deploy passion you must be determined to love God an evil man like you to love God it requires so much clap your hands and pray right now for energy, for passion for determination to love him you can be with God and not love him
4: We want you to be delivered, Lord, delivered in the blue. daily, Lord. That will reflect in our daily lives, that will reflect in our daily choices, that will reflect in every single thing that we do, Lord. That will reflect in every single that do, Let it overcome, Lord. We want to be able to love you. Rakanda la bayana As the world is becoming darker and darker every day, but we choose to love you. Rakaniya masiyan dalaba. Rakadu saya We know it is difficult, Lord. That is why we want to choose to love you Jesus. The energy, Lord. Give us the energy, Lord. Give us the strength, Lord. We want to love you Lord daily, Lord. Today at our I Yes, God. Oh,
0: the Father, we thank you, and we know that our love for you will be the basis for our victories, Amen. the basis for our dominion over sin. Amen. Our love for you will be the basis for our fear Amen. of you thank you and cause this love to grow and to glow continually in our hearts. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may please be seated. Grace, please come. Please be seated. Clap your hands for Jesus and turn your Bibles. We are looking at how to become a peculiar Christian. A peculiar Christian. 1st Peter chapter 2 and verse 9 1st Peter chapter 2 and verse 9 ye are a chosen generation a royal priesthood and holy nation a peculiar people a peculiar people when somebody is peculiar he is different from the rest anyone who gets born again and has a plan to be like your friends has not met Jesus anybody who met Jesus became different because the Holy Spirit that touches you makes you different from even the way you were by reason of the Holy Spirit let's receive our sister to bless us with the Holy Spirit song
1: That away I want to start my day with you Some people wanna please you in a church building, but I wanna please you with everything underway. Worship your majesty worship every day not just one day a week worship you in my heart and not in the four walls Jesus i know it displeases you sometimes we even please pastors more than you Lord our hearts are so far from you but know I'm searching for you holy spirit with me, I don't want to feel your presence only when I'm in a church, this temple must stay clean, flesh must die, spirit must be seen, Holy Spirit walk with me, I don't want to feel your presence only when I'm in a church, this temple must stay clean flesh must die spirit must be seen so i enter in a spiritual fitness burning flesh eating spiritual food as my faith grew through hitting the word, a hunger came wanting more of you my flesh got weak because my spirit man gained strength to start a diet got took count Every little flesh Like how we have a shower Every day to stay clean We have to put more spirit In our day to live clean Holy Spirit walk with me I don't want to feel Your presence only when I'm in a church This temple must stay clean Flesh must die Spirit must descend. Holy Spirit walk with me I don't want to feel your presence only when I'm in the church This temple must stay clean Flesh must die, spirit must be seen oh, I will trust in you with my heart, not my feelings Hey, I can believe all my human understanding You in all that I am doing, please direct my path. Oh, 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 Holy Spirit, walk with me. I'm begging you, Lord, let it be your prayer tonight. Holy Spirit. Talk, 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 talk Talk with me, talk with me Holy Spirit, lead me I don't want to go where you don't want me to go Holy Spirit, play with me Talk with me Show me the
0: way Beautiful, Amen. clap your hands Beautiful Why do we have a lot of Music in the church, because it's, it's the first door you walk through to be spiritual. Anybody sitting here who is into unbeliever music, you 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 have missed the way. You are on the Dodo Road when you should be going towards Mankasi. Yeah, I mean your spirituality is deeply in question. Your spirituality. The best reflection of your spiritual. In fact, you can examine yourself. You know, when we were in school, we used to, you know, examine ourselves. You take a book and ask, answer questions and mark it yourself. Always the answers are at the back, at the back of the book. Some of you still manage to change the answers before you mark. Hey, you are strong. (laughs) Nobody is watching you, but you can change the answers on your sheet and use it to mark. (laughs) You can mark yourself. To be spiritual, you need to love spiritual music. So it's time to change the music you are listening to and listen to spiritual music. Ephesians 5, Paul said, be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, that is, which leads to excesses, but be filled with the spirit. Be filled with the spirits. Be not drunk with wine, but be filled. But and maybe I, I, I'm, I'm preaching about being peculiar. Yes. And one of the ways, I know that there are unbelievers who also have gospel songs. I mean, even today, I, I, I was listening to the, to the news and one of these uh, unbeliever singers. Let me put it that way. You know, worldly singers. He, he said, oh, he would like to um, produce a song with the lady who won the best gospel musician uh, or Diana Hamilton. This is a, it's a reggae, unbeliever reggae type of, you know, this type of things. And, and, and the, 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 uh, Interview interviewer was very surprised. Ah, you want to, oh, say, oh, yes. He said, I have gospel selections. I also have, I've done gospel. Say, really? Can you sing one? And he sang a gospel song. You know, he sang a gospel song. Because, because Lucifer himself, his name, Lucifer, is light, the brightness. So, the Bible says he can appear as an angel of light. Yes. But let's put that one aside. Whether unbelievers are into gospel music or not is one thing. But you cannot be into worldly music. In fact, when you get born again, you must start gathering gospel songs to listen to. You you must, you must block it. You must block unbeliever music. Because it says that be filled with the spirit. And the next verse, showing you how to be filled with the spirit, verse 19, says, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. It's like singing songs, melody, singing psalms, you, you cannot say you are spiritual when you don't love the music of the life you are living. So, when we were unbelievers, we were into, Reverend Michael will tell you, you, you went into reggae, was it reggae? Or, or reggae? Yes. Like which? high? Oh, he was in high li- Not reggae. High life. Like which people? He's now born again, so you cannot even remember the people. I was into funk and jazz you, you, you can't I mean how can you be a smoker and a drinker and a clubber and you don't like music you need the music to fuel that life I mean you go to clubs and you don't like music it doesn't work it doesn't, it's the main thing it's the main thing is the music that creates the atmosphere. You know, so, so I want to say to you that to be spiritual in verse 18, it goes with music. It goes with music. Without music, you cannot be spiritual. You may think that you can listen to uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce and all these people and then once you read your Bible, you are fine. No, no, no. your spiritual life requires that atmosphere. So, today I'm continuing to talk about your peculiar life. You know, we've done about five of them because when you get born again, you must be peculiar. To be peculiar means to be different. To be different. different. Not, Not to be like other people. You must be different. And you see it right there in the, the. What was the first principle we saw? After you are born again, that is, after you are born again, accept that you are set apart to become a peculiar person with a peculiar life. Spell the peculiar life well. Peculiar, well, it's not peculiar. Peculiar. So it begins with accepting. You must accept it that you must be different if you don't accept it anything any wind will blow you any wind one of the things you should be very very good at saying as a born again Christian is no just two letters no to say no I can't join this I can't do this when you meet God being able to say no it's very important, especially in the few, first few years of your life. First year, second year, you will need to say no to a lot of things. A lot of things. If you don't say no, you'll just be a churchgoer who is into everything. He says, accept to become peculiar. Because that is who you are. A chosen generation. A royal priest to the holy nation, a peculiar people, different from others, different, different from others. When your friends are betting, you are not better. When your friends are fornicating, you see, peculiar means that you, you you are different. You are different. I don't know how to say it. You are different. Principle number two. After you are born again, you are set apart to become a peculiar person with a peculiar life by physical separation from unbelievers. You must be physically separated. Physically. Don't be where they are. Don't be. If you are there, it means you are not ready to walk with God. Blessed is the man that walketh not. In the council of the ungodly. Nor seated in the seats. These are physical places. Where they sit. You can't sit there. If you are not ready to walk that way. It means you are not ready to walk with God. Live your life. It's not force. God doesn't force. God doesn't force. Anybody who feels compelled. You are forced to do something. He, he, He doesn't force. Like I said. I mean. He can, he can easily. He knows exactly how to get you to do what he wants to, to do. But he will leave you. There's nothing God forces us to do. He doesn't force us to get born again. He will not force you to pray. I mean, Christ was with his disciples. He went a little further ahead to pray. He came back. They were sleeping. They had all, The garden of Gethsemane was a place of prayer. It wasn't like a, 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 a tourist site. Or a, like a hotel. It was a place they went to pray. And Christ had been going there long before. He came back again. They were sleeping. And he told them, continue to sleep. I mean, there are anyone doing anything for God that you feel like somebody is forcing you, then it's not God. If a God doesn't like it. No, 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 no. If there be first a willing heart. If there is, the the first thing God looks for in your life is a willing heart. If there be first a willing heart. Whatever you have is accepted. That's it. For if there be first a willing mind, it is accepted. Never do anything that you feel somebody is putting pressure on you. God has never put pressure on us to do anything. He likes people to do what he can know who you really are. He, He planted many trees in the garden. He also put a tree there with a fruit that he said they shouldn't eat. He But if you had removed that tree, you would never have known if Eve and Adam really were obedient. How will you know you are obedient? It's like God doesn't want to eat pineapple. Pineapple. And then he he puts you in a garden with that pineapple. How will you know that you're obedient? God doesn't want you to eat sugarcane. Then he puts you in a place where there's no sugar cane. He must put sugar cane there for you to refuse it. For him to know that you don't. That's why there are nice girls around you. Yes. That's why there are men with khakis around you. Yes. To see whether you are really with him or not. It's you. If there be first a willing mind, it's accepted. So don't feel pressured. Don't feel pressured at all. Separate yourselves. Decide not to work with certain people. Yes. There are certain people, I'm telling you, not hate them. No. Tell them that I will meet you in heaven if you make it there and if I make it and we meet there. There, The atmosphere is different. But on this earth, if I encounter you, I will not follow God. Yes. It's called till we meet again. We meet again. Yes. I don't hate you. But I just can't relate with your ways. I can't relate with your ways. Principle number three. After you are born again, you are set apart to become a, a, a peculiar person with a peculiar life by your pure and holy lifestyle. There's something called holiness. And a Christians must live a holy life. You must live a holy life. Number four. After you are born again, you are set apart to become a peculiar person with a peculiar life by the motivation of your life. What motivates you? What makes you do what you are doing? What makes you do what you are doing? What you are looking for will determine why you are doing what you are doing. What motiva- is it money that is motivating you? Is it to please someone? So seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness. That's the motivation. The school you attend the school you choose to attend should be motivated by your love for God. Yes. The courses you take in the university must be motivated by your love for God. Yes. It's not every course you can take. It's not every, every school you can attend. A friend of mine has a daughter who, who literally topped some exams in America. All the Ivy League universities were looking for him. Top, top, top. Hey, so I said him. How can he be a boy? The top, top, top universities were lo- lo- looking for her. The father drove her. Just a few months ago, to this, to Harvard, to Cornell, to this, to Duke, to this. Each one, he went, said, no, I can't be here. Where is the church around here? Wow. Where is the church? I can't, I can't find a real church. I can't be here. To so Google, find this church. No, yeah, okay, then this is the one I want. I'm choosing this because of a church. That's my motivation. Not because you pass exams well. Where have we gone with good grades? Where have we gone in life? With A's and B's, it only takes you to, the, to to the next class. Real life is not lived with A's and B's. Wow. What motivates you? What you what what made you marry the girl you have married? We know you are peculiar when every, every girl is marrying some handsome, nice, tall guy and you have chosen something not like the regular ones. And your reason is that I've not found anybody who is spiritual yet. So far, this is the one I have found and he's the one I'm going to marry. I'm not going to marry James Bond because he has khakis. What's your motivation? What motivates you? You can't spend your life just chasing money. You can't spend your life chasing money. You will discover soon that there are many things money cannot buy, many, many things money cannot buy. But seek it because you see. Before that, in verse thirty, was talking about the unbelievers. Matthew six thirty. Is someone sitting there? Therefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Verse 31. Take no thought, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? Why shall we be clothed? 32. After these things, to the Gentiles seek. The unbelievers are chasing these things. But your heavenly father knows that you have need of these things. He knows you need accommodation. You see? But because he is not your priority, you will also not be his priority. Wow. Wow. And the reason, and, and because you are not God's priority, that's why you are chasing or you are scrounging around and scavenging for the debris and the dregs. For things that unbelievers are chasing because I'm taking it again I said that because God is not your priority you will also not be God's priority yes that's how he relates with us he watches your move and he moves based on your move draw nigh to me I will draw nigh to you honor me I will honor you seek me you find me he always waits When he sees how you like him, then he also likes you, he he likes you the way you like him. So let your motivation find yourself doing things because of God for for a change. (laughs) Please. Where you are working, there should be some God in it. It can't be that as well you are just there like a goalkeeper. Any promotion you receive it. No, it's not like that. It's not like that. There are things you refuse because of God. Daniel, what well, Bishop uh, be quoted, he refused certain food. What, what, what? I mean, what has food got to do with Holy Spirit? Food you are eating which will pass whatever. What has food got? To, no, no, let's let's think about it. not sex or drugs or food you are eating. What has it got to do with what? But he said, "No, I will not. I will not eat it. I will eat this. Give me grass. Give me uh, cauliflower. Give me cabbage and water. I will eat this meat. I will not defile myself to him." the king's meat was defiled and he didn't want to touch there should be things you are not doing because of God don't just be there and like anything goes that's why I said that a Christian one of the words you should learn you will learn it not learn to pronounce learn to use it is no no no. I won't relate with you this way I can't be your psychic. I can't be your quiet boyfriend. Everybody say no. no. You're there, you don't say no. Anything is like, like anything that comes just carries you. No, even putting God aside, it makes you a very cheap person. It makes you a very very low quality person. So anybody who is with you is not sure of you because the next wind will carry you away. yourself that this area mommy can we move from this area there are too many we smokers here my faith is weak (laughs) number five principle number five after you are born again After you are born again, you are set apart to become a peculiar person with a peculiar life by your keeping of the Sabbath. I'll talk about it. What makes you unique is your respect for the Sabbath. God, God himself respected the Sabbath. That's what makes the Jews unique. The Jews and the Sabbath. Having a day of rest. And last week I taught you different types of Sabbaths. There there was a Sabbath for resting. For resting. There There was a Sabbath that Jesus went there and he went to preach. There was a Sabbath the people of Israel went to go and just listen to the word of God. It's a Sabbath. Today, number six. After you are born again, you are set apart to become a peculiar person. With your peculiar tithing habits. Tithing habits. Tithing habits. Malachi chapter 3 verse 10. Says bring ye all the tithes. Into the storehouse. That there may be meat in my house. And prove me herewith said the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall be not room enough to receive it. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. Yes. Tithing is the big difference. In fact, if you want to know you are an unbeliever, just check your tithing the big difference between believers and unbelievers is the tithe. After you are born again, you must start paying tithes. Unbelievers do not pay any tithes to God. Unbelievers are wicked and ungrateful to God. They are not grateful for their lives, for their health, for anything god has done for them they don't even acknowledge god as the source of their health to them is the gym they attend to them it is the multivites they take that's an unbeliever unbelievers do not factor god into their into their equation is their strength Their skill, their intelligence, their everything. An unbeliever does not think of God. He fears not God. He thinks not about God. One of the reasons why we pay tithes to God is to tell him that we know that whatever we have is from him. I told you last week that the Sabbath is like a tithe. So anybody who doesn't respect the Sabbath will also not respect the tithe. Because it's the same principle that you have some, and see some of you who don't read your Bibles, who are not spiritual, have allowed social media pastors to teach you that a Christian like tithe is in the Old Testament. Non-Christians do not give anything to God. Or to his house. It is only those who believe in God who give to him. Unbelievers don't give anything to God. Because they don't even... see, the name, unbeliever. Unbeliever. That's not believing. Not a believer. He does not believe what I hope you believe. How many of you believe that God is a source of your everything? I don't know whether there are six of you. How many of you believe that God God, God is part of your something? I don't know if you believe. Yeah. On, you see, what you have, the question you raise your hand to answer, an unbeliever doesn't answer such questions. Which God? Which God? A story Bishop told on my wedding day, that's about 28 years ago. I've I, I, I not forgotten it. He said, A house collapsed in England. The wedding was in London. He said, The house collapsed in England. A lot of people died. But a certain man survived. He became the toast of the town. BBC, CNN, Al Jazeera, everybody went to the man to interview. How did you? But first of all, they went to the man's husband. The man's wife, sorry. And the wife said, my husband... I'm not surprised that he's alive. He's a very strong-willed man. He's a very strong-willed man. I want you to listen to how unbelievers are because that is how some of you live your lives. You see, it's not everything we say with that. Like what this woman is saying is, 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 is hey, wow. but your life says more than what these people are saying. Say, my, my husband, I know him. I married, we've been married for close to 40 years. Anything he says, he will do. He does it. So I'm not surprised that he, he lived. I'm very sure when the building collapsed, he said that I will live. So the cameras left the wife and went. To, they found the man in the hospital. They said, How? Everybody has died. How come you you are still alive? The man said. I am one person when I take decisions, I ensure that they happen. That's what decision said. No, when it collapsed, I decided that I was not going to die. That's how my life see that's how unbelievers talk. They attribute everything to their to their skill, to their intelligence, their strong will. Their everything. That's how they talk, and they live it that way. There is no God in their lives. Some of us, I want to advise some of you here. I, I, it, it will be no interest to join them, because because really you are non-believer. It was one month after that man was discharged. Had a a heart attack and died. A heart attack. Ah, ah. Where was his determination? He didn't decide. (laughs) He didn't decide. No time to decide. My dear friend, if a building collapses and you are alive and you are interviewed, we expect to hear. God. No, see, how you speak, one president against all odds won an election in a country whose name begins with an alphabet. And when during his inauguration, look, he thanked, that's the first time the country had had a president thanking his dogs. Yes. It's on YouTube. Go and listen to it. He thanked his staff, his team, his this, his that, his sponsors, his that, his that, and mentioned his dogs, Bill Rubin and Billy Verden. He did not mention God. Say so yes. That's him. That's him right there. And the world was not surprised at what his presidency yielded. So after he became president, the world changed. You have been made a president in a country that your type, you don't become president. I mean, can there not be a little God in this matter? I said, never. Which God? With God. Before he won the presidency, he had rabbis his pastor publicly, denounce him, b- b- rabbish him. Just, he used to go to church. There are people like that. They used to love God. They used to go to church. They used to know God. But prosperity, stupidity, foolishness, and all kinds of demons enter them. And they, they feel that oh, we don't need what's, what's God. What's God? Even boxes, they thank God. Boxes, boxes. So, so when when someone when you earn five hundred Ghana cedis, and you are not able to acknowledge that, forget about New Testament or Old Testament. Let's say it is not even written. I mean, don't you even want to have a covenant with God that any increase? Do you know what it takes for someone to send you hundred Ghana cedis, Momo? You, you must be on the person's mind. For you to be on the person's mind, God must touch the person's heart to think about you in a certain way. But a wicked man will never think of God. That's how they are. When somebody sends you 50 Ghana Cities. You just spend it. You just, you just, just, buy a time. You buy a scarf. You pay your Uber. You pay your boat. It's like you are living as you, you are living like an unbeliever. You get a salary, so so you are not peculiar. Many of us, where we came from, we are in the church, but we are living that life with the logic of the world, with the mind of the world. I said, you forget about Old Testament. So, wouldn't you want to? If, but even unbelievers, they, they take some of their things to idols and fetish priests and shrines. We have a standing order. Anything I get, I give some to the shrine. Yeah. 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 You are talking about Old Testament. The tight, Like I've I read Malachi 3 is Old Testament. <laughs> it's amazing that such people when they see no weapon formed against me shall prosper, they believe it. Hypocrites and wicked people. When such a verse is buried in the crevices of the Old Testament, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. That one you can even make a song. You don't say it's Old Testament, so Father, let 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 weapons formed against me prosper, because in the New Testament there's no such a verse. There's no such verse. There's no such verse. There's no such verse in the, in the New Testament. That I mean, weapon formed against you. No, it's Old Testament. <laughs> I shall be the head and not the tail. There's there's no verse like that in the New Testament. So you see that you you reveal your innate wickedness. It's deep in you that you don't really regard God. Jesus said you strain at a nut. A a nut is a little insect. You you, you, you strain to seed it. To sieve it out of your food. But you swallow a camel. These are the people you are following because you will not take your time to walk with God and know what Jesus Himself had to say about the tithe. That in Matthew, the, Matthew 23, verse 23, look at it there. He said, Woe to you, scribes. Can I have the new King James? Because some people don't understand. Not everybody has passed his English language. Woe to you, scribes. Pharisees, hypocrites. And, and in interest, I didn't even know this word was there. It's so, it's, so, it's so true how hypocritical we are. We strain at a nut and then we swallow a camel. You, because, for, it woe to you that is trouble will be on you. Problems will come into your life. Why? Because you pay tithes of mint and anise and come You pay tight but you have neglected the weightier matters of the law. You are paying tight and you have left justice. You have left mercy. There's no faith. You are just tight payers. There's no justice in your life. Even your, your, your weighing scales have, you have changed the weights. But you are paying tight. There's no mercy. When somebody wrongs you you, 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 say, you say a tooth for a tooth. Meanwhile you pay tight. And what did he say? This ought you to have done. Without leaving the others undone. You don't leave titan undone. But you do justice, you do mercy, you do faith. But you don't, you see, there are people like that. That's why the Jeremy um, uh, um, Ecclesiastes says that when you put your hand to this, make sure you don't take your hand off this one. For he that feared God will come forward, forth from both of them. are some people, when they hold this one, they leave this. Have you not met some people like that? When they have a new friend, they forget the old friends. When they're married, they forget the old friends they have. But the Bible says that when you put your hand on this one, you must also hold this one. He said, this you should have done. And not leave the others. The, other, the others too. Because you see you can, you can start showing mercy. You can start living by faith. You can start, you can start living justly. And, 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 and following justice. And not hide. Because you see you are holding this. And somebody pointed to this. So you've held this. And you left this. But you must hold this. And hold this also. Because it takes all things working together. For anything to become good, Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good. But somebody can convince you that Jesus made no mention of tithe. And you sit in the church as an unbeliever and when Things that happen to unbelievers happen to you. You are crying, and you are you are doing what to God? You are telling Him that you are an unbeliever. Look how you are relating. God, He said tit for tat, but He He started tooth for tooth. <laughs> Read your Bible. He started it. It's God who started it, and the Jews copied Him. You do, I do. He watches you. I told you last week. The prodigal son. I would have thought that if he was really a loving father. He should have gone to town to look for him. Your son has left the house. Smooting harlots, Fooling. And you are in your house. You won't step anywhere. That's God. You went. You should come back. <laughs> Didn't you go? Yes, you went. If you If you went, then you must find your way back. But when the father... Was sitting on his veranda. And he saw the boy coming. Then he also got up. Because I see you coming. Then I'm also now going to start coming. Until I've seen you coming. I'm still in my house. The Bible says the father ran to the boy. Fell on him. Fell on his neck. Kissed him. You, you Some of us. I don't know who has painted. A father Christmas type of God to you. You don't pay tithes. When Malachi 3 says that, bring in meat. How did we build this? How did we build? How did we get to have the church we have? It's people's tithes because the Bible calls the tithe meat. It's meat. That there may be meat. The English word is there, meat. Meat. So, you are depriving God of his meats. He will also deprive you of your meats. Habba.
2: <laughs>
0: I want to advise you. You know, as human beings, just because your name is Ose, just because your name is Kwachi. There are curses on you. Yes. As a human being, we are laboring under curses from our backgrounds, from the bloodiness, from our own mistakes. Some of you, the things you have used your mouth to say, the things will turn around and boomerang and come back to you. I'm just saying that, sir. We are, we are, we are, we are, we are daily managing curses. Isaiah said, the whole earth has been devoured by curses. And only a few men are left. Only a few men, only a few. This is a Bible, it's on the poem I wrote. Only a few men are untouched by curses. Only a few men. Apart from them, the entire earth has been consumed by curses. I want to ask you not to add on to the cases you are already managing. Don't 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 add to it. You you complicate matters because go back, my dear friend, to the Malachi three ten. I'm not. I've written a few poems, but that's not one of them. This is The the Bible in English. I'm reading. So like bringing the storehouse, the, the, the tithes to the storehouse that there may be meat. Verse 11. Next verse. And I will the devourer. For your sakes. And he won't destroy. A lot of things happening in our lives. Devourers. Your fruits. You give. Your, your, your trees produce fruit. Before you harvest it. Some worms have gone to eat the fruit. And your vine will cast her fruit. Before the time. You needed a set. The grapes had to had to mature to a certain level before they were harvested. But each time they went, they waited and went at the right time. The grapes had already fallen. The tithes, tight, a lot of your difficulties are related to the tithes. I'm telling you. So I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. There are things in our lives devouring the peace in our homes, devouring our children. Some of us will not have any control over our children. They have been devoured, their minds have been devoured by homosexuality. Their minds have been devoured by sin. There's something called a devourer. And only God can stop the devourer. Only God can tell the devourer, shut up! Don't touch my son. Don't touch this house. Don't go here. I said, I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. Because no man has power to rebuke no devourer. Verse 12. And all nations shall call you blessed. Go to verse 9. He said, you are cursed. That's why I'm just saying that. They are already, uh, mommy, what's your name? Samani. That's your marital name. Okay. (laughs) Even the name Samani is full of problems. But you let that you're going to add to your life. But you, let's leave that one. What's your original maiden name? Ekufu. Ekufu. I don't want to start talking about Ekufu. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to start talking about it. I wish you had mentioned uh, Ofusua or Kwache or Kwachua. Ekufu. Mommy, we are already struggling. You and I, we are already having problems. Don't add more curses. Say you are cursed. Or, or a pastor shouldn't read such verses. If you don't pay tithes, there is a curse on you. Ah oh uh, this old testament. <laughs> Say OT. Say oh, Bishop, this one be OT, be Ayo. It's O T. OT it's OT today I want to tell you that's all I have to share with you today don't sex in the church and behave have the lifestyle of an unbeliever don't do that don't sit in God's house if you are here, it means that you have been bought back, redeemed by the blood from the world. It's not a small thing to sit in church, it takes a lot. Most people are not in church. You don't have any idea what work God has done in your heart for you to be sitting in the church. It's a great work. Anybody who loves God enough to want to sit in church has experienced, that's what the Methodist will say, has experienced a grace. A grace. Because our normal life, a normal man, you go, go back home and count how many people went to church. How many of your cousins go to church? How many of your siblings love God? How many of your classmates? Not many people. If you find yourself loving anything of God, it means God has bought you. He likes you. He's interested in you. Don't go this length, don't come this far, and still manage to live like an unbeliever. Don't do that. Let God be on your mind. Think of God. That's a song we sang during the worship. Song eh, worship time. Let's think about our God. Didn't we sing it today? Let's think about our God. Think about Him. Because you are you are a believer. Don't behave like an unbeliever. Please. Please. I'm sorry for shouting. I'm sorry for shouting. It is today that there is equalization in education. But those days, when there was proper education, when somebody says he attends a disorder, he went to, a, like, that boy went to a disorder. Today, these words mean nothing. That boy who lives behind Auntie Equa's house attends and finds him. They are those who become the UN Secretary General, this type of astronauts, doctors, engineers. Those days, there were some schools, if you mentioned them, people just like. <coughs> <coughs> is that, went to what school? Yeah. Kikam tech. <coughs> <coughs> and he she she went to what? What school do you go to? Nidros. <laughs> Nidros. New Drobo Secondary School. New Drobo Secondary School. It's today that we know Nidros. When I was in school, there was nothing we knew what Drobo. Can you believe it? that somebody could still go to Augustine's Infantivism School and still end up with 9999 nine, nine, nine. don't it takes a lot to attend the Infantivism School Wesley girls you must be a special person to be in Wesley girls to be in Wesley girls and end up with FFEFF Don't do that. Don't disappoint your parents. You can't go to Princeton and end up a drug addict. The point I am making is that it takes a lot to be in church. It's a special place. It's a special blessing. It's a special grace. It's a special act. God works on you to touch your heart. Don't end up like an unbeliever. Stop it. Stop it. God will kill you. He doesn't waste his resources. He doesn't waste. He g- went, One man was uh, traveling. He gave somebody two talents. Somebody even one. He he, he he accounted for the one. Do you know what it takes to sit in church? Do you know what it takes to love God? Who brought you to church? did you come yourself? It's a special thing. Stop it detach yourself from a certain way of living your life because God is powerful he will show you one day that he is great that's why I prefer the way the Muslims relate with God we Christians have got it wrong the Muslims will say God is great perhaps if we could say if all of us in our normal day to day life always mention God is great he will truly be great in our lives Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. There's nothing God does. He is he, not a father Christmas. Everything he does for you, he records it. He records it. He knows it. He knows it. Can you believe it? 10 men? No, it's not a small thing. To count 10 people, just at a glance, you must stop and count 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, oh, then this is 10. If you say, oh, how many, oh, 8 or 7 or 12. To mention 10, you must pause and count. There's a number of lepers who came to Christ. They didn't know that Christ had counted them you don't know he has counted everything he has done for you he has counted everything he has done for you your children your car your job your health anything he has he counted it they were healed and only one came back he said what what are you talking about I'm not a fool I'm not a fool were you not ten I was surprised he said who told you I counted it were you not ten where are the nine I want to see them also I want to see them also. I want to see them also. It's human beings that who forget. But God is not a man to forget. Say, can you lift your right hand? Can you see him? I know somebody until two months ago, he couldn't lift his hand. We brought a special doctor for months, to train him to lift his hand. Can you lift your hand again sir? it is not a small thing. If God can do this for you, he has counted it among the things he has done for you. You watch and see. Wow. 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 See how you are sitting down? Some people cannot sit down like this. Not everybody can sit like this. Some of you, if you leave them, they just fall. But you are sitting down. God has has, has written it down. Don't join wicked people. Don't join them. Don't join wicked people. Don't join. God has done nothing bad to you. Don't join them. Don't buy their ideas. Don't buy their way of life. Don't buy their ideology. Don't buy their philosophy. Don't buy how their mind works. Stand out. Stand out and be peculiar. Yes, stand out. When somebody gives you ten Ghana cedis, one, 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 ten. As soon as you count it, you remove one. Oh, but Jack, how? It's my tights. Hey, what's in me tights? I'm working with God. He's the source of everything. He gave me this money. You didn't give it to me. You are a wicked man. If God only God could have touched your heart to give me this money. If you don't like it, take your money away. Oh. Let everybody who comes into your life know that you fear God. Don't join them. Don't join them. God has done nothing about you. He has only saved you. He has only rescued you. He has only pulled you out of a pit. He's only washed you with his blood. Some of you already, already, you've been born again. It's just five months. Already, you look different from your cousins. Already, you look different. And when somebody gives you a thousand CDs, if you can't take a hundred of it, and put down as your tithe, then you are wicked indeed. Shall we rise to our feet and close? Shall we close our eyes? If you are here and you are not born again. Yes, you can be here and you are not born again. Maybe somebody invited you. Or you are a member. But today, somehow, God is touching you. To love him, to fear him, to know him. If you are here like that. And you want to give your life to Christ. Everyone standing and every head bowed. If you want to give your life to Christ, please lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray a simple prayer with you. I see your hand at the back. I can see. Lift your hand high. High. Pastor, I need Jesus. I want to be born again. Pastor, please pray a prayer for me. A simple prayer. Lift your hand high. I'm going to see your hand. I'm going to pray for you. Lift it high above your head. I want to see. I I can see. High above your head. I can see. God bless you. I see your hand. If you were the only person Jesus Christ would still have died for you. If your hand is up, I want you to come to me here. Make your way here. To come to Jesus, me.
2: Come.
0: Come. Come to him me. Him yes, my dear. Come, my dear. Come. Today. Beautiful. Beautiful. Come.
2: Come. On come. To come. Jesus,
0: come. Clap for them, please. You want to join them? Come and give your life to Jesus.
2: Come on to Jesus.
0: You want to come? Clap your hands for them. They are coming. Beautiful. Can you lift up your two hands? Lift up your two hands, everyone. All of us, let's join and pray. Say, Heavenly Father. Father. Everyone, lift your two hands. And let's pray. Say, Heavenly Father.
4: Heavenly Father.
0: I thank you for today.
4: I thank you for today.
0: I commit myself to you.
4: I commit myself to you.
0: And I ask you to forgive me.
4: And I ask you to forgive me.
0: I've done many bad things. I've done many bad things. Close your eyes. I've done many bad things.
4: I've done many bad things.
0: I have sinned against you.
4: I have sinned against you.
0: Today I ask you.
4: Today I ask you.
0: To wash my sins.
4: To wash my sins
0: with the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. Wash me, Lord. To
4: wash me, Lord.
0: Cleanse me, Lord. Cleanse me, Lord. Make me your child.
4: Make me Child.
0: Today I declare. Today I declare that you are my master. That you are my master. You are my lord. You are my lord. And you are my savior. And you are my savior. Thank you, Lord.
4: Thank you, Lord.
0: Thank you, Lord.
4: Thank you, Lord,
0: for saving me. For saving me. I receive the salvation. I receive
4: the salvation.
0: I will walk with you. I will walk with you. I will fear you. I will fear you. I will obey you. I will obey you. And I will save you. And I will save you. I thank you, Father. Thank
4: you, Father.
0: In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. What a blessing. Congratulations. What's your name? Richard. Congratulations. Is today your first time. Today's your first time. Wow! Let's clap our hands for Richard. And all of you, God bless you. God bless you. You are now born again Christians. And somebody is going to help you. Somebody is going to teach you somebody is going to make it easy for you to know God like a baby needs a mother you are also a spiritual baby and I'm going to give you a mother and a father and brothers and family members do you see our pastors who are waving their hands the man and the woman can you see them yes I want you to come with me come come let's go come let's go to them come clap your hands for them Keep clapping your hands for them. Clap your hands. Don't stop clapping. Let's encourage them. Beautiful. You know, I want us to lift up our two hands. Everyone. And let's pray for these converts. For establishment. Let's pray for them that God will establish them. Just say a prayer for them. Let's all corporate prayer. Keep them, Lord. Keep them, Lord. Preserve them, Lord. Establish them, Lord. Let them know You. Let them love You. Let them advance in You. Let them like You.
4: Let them choose You. Constantly desiring You, Jesus. Let's pray. Let's pray Let's pray for them. Let's pray for them. Let's pray for them. May they know you Lord. May they walk with you. May they love you, Lord. Yes. May they love you, Lord. Give them energy, strength, desire yes. to love you, oh God. Increase their desire in you. Yes. Not for worldly things, oh, yes. God, but for you to love yes. you, Lord. May they be firmly grounded Yes. D- deeper, deeper in yes. you, Lord. Deeper in you, Lord. Deeper. Deeper in you, Lord. Thank
0: you, Father. Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. I us to come to the Lord's table. And take our communion. I believe somebody is due for healing. Someone's body is due for a supernatural touch. Someone's body is due. Someone's life is due for deliverance. Can you lift up your bread? If you brought your bread. And I want to ask my center leaders. Please Try and let your members come to church with their communion elements so that they will also and, and be blessed and partake of this great blessing. It's very important. Shepherd your members well. So all those here, if you have your bread, lift up, lift it up, lift it up. There's, those here don't have it. I don't know where they, which percenters they are from. But lift it up. Say this is the body of Christ.
4: This is the body of
0: Say the, the body of Christ for my healing for, my healing. for protection for, protection. for, escapes.
4: for escapes.
0: Divine escapes divine escapes and deliverance, and
4: deliverance.
0: From, wickedness. from wickedness from evil from evil Jesus,
4: Jesus. This
0: is your, body. This is your body. I this body. I love this body, the bread of life,
4: the, bread of life.
0: the, body, of the body of Christ. Let's eat it.
2: Pass over you. Oh, when I see the blood, yeah, I will pass over you.
0: Lift up your cup.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Say this. Is the blood of Christ? This is the blood of Christ. It washes. It washes. It purges. It purges. It energizes, it energizes me. Energizes me. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ is my protection. It's my protection. Where the blood flows, where the blood flows, life flows. Life flows. Say, I receive life. I receive life from this cup. From this cup, the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. The cup of blessing. The cup of blessing. Let's drink it. Lift your hands, please. Father, I bless these ones. You told Aaron to bless your people this way. And I'm also blessing them in the same manner. The Lord bless and keep you. Amen. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. Amen. And give you peace. Amen. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you. Amen. And be gracious to you. Amen delivered. Amen. Be blessed. Amen. And be greatly increased. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 God bless you. You may please be seated.